The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to talk as well about the Irish language. Uh, you will have seen uh, this clip from the six o'clock show on Virgin Media Television. Ivan Yates, formerly of this parish, uh, saying that Irish is a waste of time and money and we shouldn't bother with it. And then Brian Dowling, who is the co-host uh, of that show and works on 98 of M as well, was so enamoured that he got up off the sofa and walked across set and shook Ivan's hand. So Ivan was actually on News Talk a little bit earlier talking to Andrea uh, on Lunchtime Live, doubling down on his position and actually so incensed with Sheila Shoiga listening to it that she called in uh, to defend the language. So listen, tempers flaring across the board, it is fair to say. And I think we just need to take a little step back and maybe take a deep breath. And remember that Ivan Yates, and I say this as somebody who worked with Ivan and knows Ivan and likes, genuinely likes Ivan, he has never let the facts get in the way of an opportunity for attention, particularly when he's flogging something. And Ivan is flogging a podcast at the moment. So I think everybody needs to remember that. People giving out is grist to his mill. The simple reality is that Irish is actually, despite the problems with teaching and despite the attitudes of uh, certain political dinosaurs, it's having a moment. Look at Colleen Kuhn at the Oscars last year. Look at NECAP this year at Sundance Film Festival. Look at the number of children attending Gaelskolana around the country. Look at how difficult it often is to get your children into those Gaelskolana. Look at the pop-up Gaelthocks. Look at How to Gael, the podcast. It's already booking live shows. It's only been out in the ether for a few months now. There's brilliant people online like Moonthor Molly and Gaelga Grace or Gaelga Vio. There's the popularity of Mancon McGann's brilliant books merging language and history and legend. There's no shortage of courses out there springing up for people to do. There's Gael Chonga, there's All About Irish, there's any number run by Cunran na Gaelga. So I hate to break it to Ivan, but on this one, it's not the Irish language that's a relic from the past. 087-1400-106 is the number. I'm sure people will have a view on it one way or the other. They always seem to when it comes to this topic. Uh, with me uh, to discuss, uh, Carl Duncan. Uh, Carl is from Derry. Sean O'Wale-Kiron, who is a Kulakar presenter. And Amanda Brunker, the playwright as well. And actually fitting that it's Valentine's Day because Amanda has a show coming up, How to Leave Your Husband, the mini musical in the Viking Theatre in March. Um, Amanda, I might start with you because people will remember... You took part in this RTE series not too long ago where yourself and Des Cal and Fred Cook and others headed off to the Goyal Talk. Isn't that right? Uh, the Aguita Corda. Yes, you know what? It was one of the best things that I did. For anybody who missed it, it was a, call, a show called Reality in the Gael Talkta. And the premise was, you know, a handful of kind of semi-recognisable faces would go back to the Gael Talkta and kind of relive their youth. And I, they didn't know what to expect, to be honest. It's kind of like one of those kind of first kind of big brother type things. But it ended up being a real big love in because a lot of us, my generation, OK, put my cards on the table. I'm going to be 50 next birthday. And uh, it's been a long time since I've been in school. And the idea of learning Irish when I was in school was just the most hideous thing you know, we were kind of of the age where we thought this was a dead language. Nobody wants to learn this. And I was just totally against it. And I just kind of put the blinkers on and didn't. And as I've got older, I've got really embarrassed about that because I'm so proud to be Irish. I really wish I had a learnt 
to speak more than a couple of fuckle when I was at school. And going back to the Gales House, I went up to the Donegal one up in Ranafast. It's possibly one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Mm. Um, the airport up there has been voted the most beautiful landing um, scenery in Europe. And it's just a really special place. And while I did learn conversational Irish while I was up there because I really did want to learn and I was so proud yeah. to have the opportunity to go back because not very few people get to do that. You know, who gets the the, the, the kind of the, to be blessed with just being immersed in the Gaelcock and people helping you to learn how to speak your native language. And unfortunately I came back and everybody just laughed at me and I had nobody to continue speaking Irish to and unfortunately it's kind of more or less all left me. So I want to get back oh. there definitely. Yeah, see that is the yeah. chance because I, I, I kind of tried to learn Cupra Focal as well with Gael Chango before Christmas. I'm actually starting another course tomorrow with a kind of a screw the way I'll get the end of it. So I, I can't, I kind of need my head exam and signing up to do an Irish exam. But anyway, um, I just, one of the challenges is if you don't have Irish speakers in your circle, it's kind of hard, isn't it, to make the space? It's near impossible and you just have to try and connect with other Irish speakers. And I wouldn't mind, my husband speaks fluent Irish, but he was just totally against it. He he just wouldn't do it. And of course, I have teenage sons, so they were kind of looking at me like I had 10 heads. <laughs> but it was just like, God, I've got one doing the leaving there and I wish he had to help me because we could have, we could have shared a few words. But I uh, He probably thought, yeah, just, Jesus, ma'am, I have enough to be doing without teaching you Irish. Yeah, it was a lot of that. A lot of, he just doesn't want to talk to me at all, to be honest. But I, I do think that it is such a lovely thing to be able to do. And it is not a dead language. And there's loads of people out there who, who do speak Irish on a daily basis. And admittedly, there's not enough. Uh, and I do think it's being taught in a better way in schools now compared to when I was at school. Like, I mean, it was, a, it was awful. The curriculum was terrible. And I do know that they have improved it. But... I just hope that people realise that as you get older, it is something that you would treasure and you'd be very proud to be able to do. I mentioned Carl Duncan is with us as well, uh, Amanda. Carl's from uh, Derry. Uh, Carl, you, you're not from an Irish-speaking background, is that right? Um, no, not at all. Uh, so I'm from Derry, I'm only 22, and I've just kind of started learning Irish. Um, when I was growing up in the city, like, I come from a cross-community background, um, my mum's a Catholic, my dad's a Protestant, but neither of them had Irish at all. Um, so it just wasn't like going to integrated schools then. It wasn't really, I didn't have an, a chance to learn though. Um, but over the past summer, I've kind of had encouragement from people of all different backgrounds, um, from across the south and across the north as well, and even within the north, different backgrounds. Um, but I'm learning at the culture land in Derry at the moment. Um, I have to say it's been really, really incredibly supportive and the people there have really pushed me on. Um, it's a small enough class, there's about 12 of us, mm. but as I say, like at the moment, from what I found, there's been a real sense of community and actual fun as well. Um, off the back of it, then I definitely do feel like I'm learning a lot. I suppose like one thing that I have and kind of like from what has been discussed already, one thing that I would say about the Irish language and the people that I have been speaking to of all different backgrounds, as I've mentioned, um, was that it's kind of, I, th I think one of the key lessons of it, maybe someone wasn't reflected on uh, the other day by Ivan Yates, was it's about respect. It's about having respect for, you know, other people's culture, other people's viewpoints um, and views in the language and, uh, you know, how they feel personally about the language. I, like some of the people who have encouraged me to learn, have been Gael Gore all their lives. Um, 
and really it's part of their you know heritage and their family so closely and some other people have only just begun learning but they still yeah. really care about it i suppose like it's really about valuing our own heritage beyond what the perceived economic use is and like i obviously don't buy that argument that it's not economically useful but i, I do think as well like I'm learning, like, people like Kneecap, as you mentioned, and people like Paul Mescal and Lisa O'Neill and these other people have proven yeah. that Irish can be, you know, have shown again that Irish is, like, really valuable, that it's modern and it's complex and it's beautiful and it's exciting and it's a bit romantic at times. Um, so I'm having a great time learning that. Yeah, well, and honest to God, I hope, the, the I hope world, more The world would be a fairly cold place now if uh, all we were left with were things that were economically useful. I mean, Ivan might like exactly. it, but uh, it wouldn't leave much space for enjoyment um, out there. Um, what was the reaction, Carl, from kind of, I mean, your own peers when you told them, I'm going out to learn Cupola Focal? I was a bit really interested. Um, I've had loads of people reach out to me since um, to kind of inquire more about what the program's like at the cultural land in Derry, um, what the kind of teaching style is like. It's very kind of conversational in terms of, you know, it's not like having um, a teacher in the traditional educational format. Of course, these people are very well qualified to teach, but um, it's very friendly. And as you say, it's all about a sense of community and you're all kind of coming together. So I've had a lot of interest. Um, as I say, like being from a cross community background, I have many friends from like the British tradition and everything else in Northern Ireland. Um, and they've taken a great interest and said, well, like, you know, either either in why I'm learning it myself and my own reasons for why I'm learning it or, um, you know, kind of what it's like. And maybe they should, you know, thinking about maybe them getting involved and learning a wee bit as well. Um, yeah. As I say, like, what a, and actually, interestingly enough, one of the first people that reached out to me when I first kind of had an interest in learning Irish was Linda Irvine who runs, as I'm sure you know, the Tourist Project. Yeah, I was up there um, on the kind of, was it the Newton Arts Road where I, I, I met her in one of the kind of community facilities. An, an amazing yeah. place, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm there yeah. kind of in, in the heart of East Belfast. I think I kind of parked the car under kind of some mural to God knows who or what. Um, uh, certainly not of the kind of the green persuasion, if I'll put it that way, but Carol. It's, and and it's, then uh, well, and we go to this room and they're um, all learning Irish and having a great time. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, I mean... You know, in the traditional kind of um, the assumptive model, uh, as they say, like you would think that people from the British tradition or the British community um, wouldn't kind of take an ownership over their language, but that's just not the case. Like new people are exploring the language every day. Um, I think, as I say, like it's a very beautiful language, um, but it's important that like, and I think obviously this has been someone that's been commented a lot recently, um, but it is important that people feel ownership over it and realise also that the Irish language does belong to all of us in this island. It isn't like I don't see the Irish language um, in the north, yeah. especially in Northern Ireland, being the product of one one community. I think it's for everybody, and I think everybody should have the opportunity to learn if they want to. Um, uh, beautiful language, and I'm I'm really yeah. honest to God honoured that I have the chance to learn it. Uh, Sean O'Wilk, you're on the Kudakar presenter with us as well. Um, Sean, do you think? Irish, Irish is kind of having this cultural moment. Oh, big time. I think, um, you know, even the conversation we're having now, would we have had it a couple of years ago, would we have made such a big deal out of the amount of Gaelga we're seeing? In our no, we would have had, you know, we would have had, Sean, a couple of years ago, a debate about whether it should be compulsory in school. <laughs> well, Jesus yes. Christ, nothing is more boring. No, and you don't want to start me off on that one either. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's incredible. And it's, it's something I'm, I feel so honoured and lucky to be a part of. Um, we launched... Kula Kahar, the brand new young person's kids channel for TG Kahar 
back at the end of the summer there and it's been going from strength to strength since you know the um the engagement we're getting from the public and the the reach rib to have is, is absolutely fantastic and it's you know it's it's coming at a time when you know the examples we've gone through already the likes of kneecap and Colin Kuhn and other different cultural moments where Gaelic has really come back to the fore and people are embracing it in a whole new way a real modern way as well I think um and it's, it's something so incredible to be part of and I mean one then do you say to people, and I'm not getting into the compulsory debate, but kind of the argument about kind of usefulness, you know, and kind of the 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 lack of kind of a utilitarian side to the language? Well, it's funny because for me, it's, I'm very biased in a way. I mean, I'm talking to you now from the TV studio that I work in, in the Irish language. I'd be unemployed <laughs> if it wasn't yeah. the Irish language. But as well as that, I wouldn't be the person I am. I wouldn't have the friends I have or the life I've had or any of the experiences that I've had through the Irish language. They wouldn't exist if I didn't have the ability and, and the passion to keep going with the language. Like I, I grew up, I'm just from outside Limerick City. I, I had no goal growing up at home. Um, my parents would have their... their very few couple of fuckers, but we we never used it very often. I was never in a girl's skull. Just towards the end of my secondary school, I I just found yeah. this love. It, it just it just spoke to me. No no pun intended. It spoke to me, and I uh, I kept going. I had an amazing teacher, uh, Mary Cannon is her name, and she she encouraged me to follow it through to college, and, and here I am now. You know, yeah. One of our listeners says we should embrace our unique language, support and encourage it, not allow it to disappear. Teach maths through Irish in day one. That would get the kids thinking in Irish, not just trying to translate their English thoughts to Irish it's as easy as ain though three uh, that listener says and somebody else suggests instead of listening to podcasts maybe we should all use the time to learn some Irish well you know my position is you shouldn't be listening to podcasts at all you should be listening to live radio but if you do have to listen to a podcast I mean Splunk's podcast goes up every Thursday uh, evening before they're on air on Friday Spot a Dove if you're into sport it's a nice easy accessible podcast because you'll get most of the references because you hear them when you're watching games and teach you Cahar. Anyway, so there are lots of options uh, out there. Listen, thank you to Sean O'Wale Ciarán who's a Kula Cahar presenter, uh, to Amanda Brunker, the playwright, Carl Duncan from uh, Derry. I mentioned Amanda's show, How to Leave Your Husband, the mini musical. You should book tickets to that on Valentine's Day. What better day? It is in the Viking Theatre in March. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.